Faith, Hope and Love, the fifth Sunday of Lent, Year A. I am the resurrection, says the Lord in today's wonderful gospel. This is such a beautiful and important scripture. Our Lord assures us that he has the power and the intention to raise us to eternal life, to call us out of the grave and into the new life of the kingdom. This powerful scene today of Jesus raising his friend Lazarus shows us so many things. He feels deeply for us in our loss. Even at the same time, he is certain that he will call us into eternal life, but he still shares with us the pain of loss. He also reminds us that as well as the promise of bodily resurrection on the last day, we can meanwhile get caught in many symbolic tombs during our living years as well. We can get stuck in the darkness of attitudes, actions and thoughts that are not life-giving. We can get bound up with the cares and ambitions that wrap us in the things of death and not of new life. Our Lord has the power to call us out of the tombs and darkness and enmeshment of this life as well as the ultimate call to eternal life. Let us trust in his promise and follow Christ into the light of his new life for us. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Have mercy on me, Lord, in your kindness. With love clear away all my offense. Oh, cleanse me from my sins, rid me of my Give me justice, O God, and plead my cause against a nation that is faithless. From the deceitful and cunning, rescue me, for you, O God, are my strength. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and welcome to this celebration of the fifth Sunday of Lent in Year A. My brothers and sisters, we have gathered here to celebrate the Holy Eucharist, so let us first pause and reflect upon our sins so as to rejoice in God's loving mercy. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. Lord, have mercy. You come in word and in sacrament to strengthen us and make us holy. Christ have mercy. You will come again in glory with salvation for your people. Lord have mercy. 
may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray that we will always walk in charity. By your help, we beseech you, Lord our God. May we walk eagerly in that same charity with which, out of love for the world, your Son handed himself over to death. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. And I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. The Word of the Lord With the Lord there is mercy and fullness of redemption. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice, or let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleading. If you, O Lord, should mark our guilt, Lord, who would survive? But with you is found forgiveness, for this we revere you. My soul is waiting for the Lord, I count on his word. My soul is longing for the Lord, more than those who watch for daybreak. Because with the Lord there is mercy, and fullness of redemption. Israel indeed he will redeem, from all its iniquity. With the Lord there is mercy, and fullness of redemption. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, those who are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh, you are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will give life 
to your mortal bodies, also through his spirit that dwells in you. The Word of the Lord. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Whoever believes in me will not die for ever. Glory and praise to you. Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Now, a certain man Lazarus was ill. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters of Lazarus sent a message to Jesus. Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard this, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then, after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the people there were just now trying to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble, because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble because the light is not in them. After saying this, he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought he was referring merely to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake I am glad I was not there so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. 
When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when Mary heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord This incident of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead is so powerful, and it's a foretaste of Christ's own resurrection, which brings salvation and resurrection to all people. The following is a couple of sections from the poem entitled Lazarus, written by Dan Doyle. If only his friend had been here, he would not have died, we say to one another. If only. If only is our desperate prayer. Rabbi, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Martha, he will rise again. Yes, I know this, Rabbi, at the resurrection. I am the one who raises the dead. Do you believe me, Martha? Yes, Master, oh yes, I believe. I know you, and with all my heart, I believe in you. Then Jesus wept. In the days that followed, we talked excitedly about this miracle that we had all been witness to, and still many could not believe in their weary and frightened hearts that this son of an old carpenter from Nazareth, this wandering rabbi Jesus, might be the one we had been waiting for since the time of Moses and the prophets. But some of us knew that this Jesus, who had come so gently yet so powerfully among us, was indeed the Messiah of God and we began to tell everyone we met what we had seen him do for Lazarus, our friend. Lazarus lived on for many years, 
and never tired of telling the story, in hushed and awe-filled tones, and we never tired of listening. Lazarus was a man of gentle knowledge, of abiding faith, and of quiet strength. He told us over and over again that we were loved by one who knows our hearts and who despises not our petitions, and that we would never be alone. We began going to the synagogue differently. We listened to the words of the rabbi, read from ancient prophets more closely, and we were moved in our hearts and minds. At long last, Lazarus died, and we wept for sorrow again. But we knew in our depths that he was not dead, that the resurrection promised by the prophets is real, that death no longer holds sway over our simple lives, and that we will see each other again in the world to come. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? It captures so much of the mystery of this extraordinary event. Jesus said a lot of words to people in his ministry, words perfectly formed and completely based on truth, the truth of him, and backed up by action. Sometimes the things he said really challenged the faith of those who were with him. Other times it healed and uplifted people, forgave and included people in a way they could never have imagined. In today's gospel, Jesus talks to them about God having the final say on suffering and death. Christ is powerfully showing that God cares very much. He does love us deeply. It profoundly matters when people suffer, grieve and die. It matters greatly to God, whose heart reaches out for us, when people feel trapped by their past sins or mistakes. He cries with us. He cries not because he feels helpless and can do nothing. He can do so much. He cries in union with us because he feels with us and he experiences along with us. He sighs from the heart for us and he speaks words of change. Words like, be healed. You are forgiven. You are freed. I am the resurrection and the life. Some other very special words have a powerful effect because they're so intimately connected with Christ's life, attitudes and actions. His message and the perfectly consistent qualities about himself are a perfect union. These words are powerful for the spirit hovering over them fills them with resonance and effectiveness. Words such as, your sins are forgiven. Your debt is cancelled. Be opened. Be freed from your burdens. Pick up your mat and walk. Unbind him. Set him free. Give him something to eat. Give them something to eat yourselves. This is my body broken for you. This is my blood poured out for you. I can give you living water welling up inside you. I love all these words and so many more, and I know you do too. They all fill us with hope, but more than that, they immediately begin achieving what they say. It's no wonder that the church believes so powerfully in the reality of the sacraments, in which we can touch, taste, smell, see and hear the power of Christ working through them. Surely it's only divine love that can truly fill us with the fullness of life again, 
and raise us up to life eternal. Drawn near, embraced, healed, forgiven, included, and always loved. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray to God in the joyful hope of the resurrection and life. For God's pilgrim people, that all may have eternal life. Let us pray to the Lord. For those in authority whose decisions affect our lives. Let us pray to the Lord. For those for whom life holds little hope. Let us pray to the Lord. For the dead awaiting the day of resurrection, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord of life, your son wept at the death of his friend Lazarus. May our prayers come to you with faith and love. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Hear us, Almighty God, and Having instilled in your servants the teachings of the Christian faith, graciously purify them, 
by the working of this sacrifice. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as true man, he wept for Lazarus his friend, and as Eternal God, raised him from the tomb. Just as taking pity on the human race, he leads us by sacred mysteries to new life. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit Graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim, 
by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one Spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy for ever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. 
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Everyone who lives and believes in me will not die forever, says the Lord. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet, post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time 
may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. We pray, Almighty God, that we may always be counted among the members of Christ, in whose body and blood we have communion, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us in this time of prayer and reflection. Our Lenten journey is coming to a close, and next weekend, of course, is Passion Sunday, Palm Sunday. Bless you all, and may God's grace guide you each and every day. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. Bless, O Lord, your people, who long for the gift of your mercy, and grant that what at your prompting they desire, they may receive by your generous gift. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Australia. Lenten hymn, Have Mercy, inspired by Psalm 50. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelp, 2020. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you.